Thompson, advocate and supporter of all things military veterans and military spouses, uh, retired Marine Corps Master Sergeant, currently spends his time working with transitioning service members, veterans, and military spouses with their military to civilian transition planning, execution, and employment search, currently working with Talents Ascend, Veterans Ascend. He's also served as the Vice President of Vets Industry, Co-Chair of the North, uh, Northeast Florida Community Veterans Engagement Board, Mentor on Veterati with over 900 hours on Veterati and multiple other groups and associations. Bruce has quite literally, Mark, done just about everything I think you can do in the veteran support space. Uh, he is he is an icon, a rock star, uh, but the nicest, most humble person I think I've met through my entire transition so far and is willing to help anybody at the drop of a hat. How you doing today, Bruce? Hey, uh, introduction. Uh, you know, a couple of things I've done and we're, we're in there. Uh, but most importantly, it, it's just great to be on here talking veteran issues, seeing how we can assist. And uh, that's how the community works. The more of us that get together and have conversations, the more we learn about what's out and the more we get to help. So uh, I'm doing great this morning. Uh, I'm just ready to talk, you know, transition. That That is awesome. So, um, Mark, you've heard us talk a lot about Veterati with several of our guests. Most of them are one way, shape, or form on Veterati. Um, mm -hmm. Bruce, I think, was the second person I actually talked to on Veterati. Um, met him and linked up with him through one of the vets industry uh, events, the first one I had gone to. Um, and I don't, does anybody have more hours than you do, Bruce? I mean, 900 hours of mentoring on Veterati is. is Amazing, first of all. The number uh, of people so on Veterati, no. There are so many out there that are doing this off of Veterati. Uh, so I, I'm not that you know, greatest mentor ever. I just, during COVID, uh, I saw a need. So I opened my schedule up and I went you know, eight to 10 calls a day and you know, do that for 10 years, uh, for two years. And so uh, on the platform, yes, I, I am the uh, the one with the most hours. Good news is the platform's back up. I was glad to see that. Yes. Down yes, what, I am so happy. Uh, it was down for a month or so. Was um, it a month? Okay. Um, and now the good part is back up. The bad part is every mentor has to go back in there and recreate their account. Um, oh, and And – when they do that, like my, my hours and all that um, are still there. But before anyone can create a uh, request a session, you know, the, each mentor has to go back in there and reestablish themselves. So that is still being uh, done. Veterati is awesome. I, I love it. You got to go out there and be a part of it. I mean, where else can you just pick someone's brain for, for an hour out of the blue? And you're talking to people that have been through the transition process. They know the resources there. They've been there and done that. They're in the industry that you want to be for the company that you want to work for. Oh, my goodness. These are informational interviews that can change your life, the whole transition process. And I don't care if you're transitioning from the military or like most of us do from job to job, from city to city. Have conversations. Mentorship is required. And like I tell everybody, everyone's a mentor. 
Well, hopefully I didn't crash the system because last live recording last month, I went to go register and I didn't finish. So I clicked off of it. And it sounds like that's about when it went down. <laughs> we found the culprit. <laughs> all right. Well, well, we'll blame you for all the issues. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be the scapegoat. Um, I had a question because, you know, looking at um, your history, I mean, again, thank you for your service, core, right? Um, great, great military career. But then you went on to be like an advisor and do some consulting, right? So was that still while you were, were in service or had you already separated from service to do that? So uh, I started that before I got out, um, and it really was doing some mentorship, uh, explaining, you know, what a veteran is, what a military spouse is, and what they can bring to the table. So as we're transitioning and, you know, I'm taking care of all my medical and, and other issues, it was what I was doing to keep myself uh, busy, to keep myself, you know, uh, in, in the fight instead of you know, not, not doing anything. And I, I think that's a big uh, thing that we all have to realize is we can't just go from a, a million miles an hour in our military careers to zero miles an hour in, in our couch or our, uh, our chair or whatever it is we're, we're doing. You, know, you have to stay engaged in something. So that's where I was doing with the consulting while I was looking for that right opportunity and taking care of all my VA healthcare issues because I am one of those walking wounded. Um, you name it, it's probably broken. Uh, <laughs> you know, Marine Corps, 23 plus uh, years. It, I, You're going to break something, right, along the way. I, I left because I was broken, not because I wanted to. It was the body said, it's your time. You got to go. I uh, see. So what was that like? And I guess the follow-up question to that for, for me is um, – it's that's kind of a natural transition, right? But did you still have to network? Did you still have to do some of those career transition activities to get to that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, for me, I had a a false start on my retirement process. Stationed in Kansas City, doing uh, an independent duty tour, and like, we're done. You know, it's, it's that time, and we happened to be in Kansas City, and we kind of came out and said, you know what? This isn't really where we want to be. Um, let's let's do one more tour, and then we'll have that three years to really figure out transition, retirement, where we are, what we want to do. And I'd already started working on that. Uh, I, I'm fortunate that I trained uh, Marine Corps Reserves for nine and a half years of my career which meant I did public affairs. I did the toys for tots. I, I shook the hands, kissed the babies, you, know, you name it. Uh, I was out there doing the networking. Now, I didn't know we called it networking. I just, it was just what we did. Uh, and then, so as I got close to that transition phase, it was like, oh, wow, I already have this, this really good network. And it's all across the U.S. for the most part. And I retired out of Southern California, you know, in, uh, Camp Pendleton, and I, I had San Diego down pat. I'd been there for for a long time. Let's just say when I was a West Coaster, I was there. Uh, Kansas City is as far as east I got in the States, uh, and I only went there for two years. Otherwise, I was in California. 
not bad when you're uh, able to stay close to family in, in a homestead. But like Matt said before, the the TAPS class, it has its purpose. But remember, services take two to four or five months to get you through boot camp, basic training. And then they give you five days to figure out what it is to get out. You know, it, it's it's a hard process. And that's where we have to lean on those 45,000 plus uh, veteran service organizations, researchers and advocates that are out there that are trying to do things to make sure that transition is a more informed and smoother process. Uh, I went to the TAPS program twice. I, I just got angry. Um, and honestly, I never completed it. Uh, I was over 20, so I could opt out. I opted out and went golfing instead. Uh, <laughs> I found a place out in, uh, out in town there in, in San Diego. It's called a uh, Vet CTAP, uh, you know, Veterans Career Transition Assistance Program. It is incredible. Uh, Janice and Betsy, uh, and, and they, they rock that thing. I tell everybody, if, if you're uh, you know, in the Southern California area, this is a mandatory class that you have to go to. It's free. And when, when I tell you I didn't know what transition really meant until I went to this class, I am being honest. Like night one, you know, we had to show up and, and hey, hand over your resume. So I had this piece of paper that I typed a, f- a few words on, but didn't look like a resume. It, you know, I, I wasted a piece of paper. There was no value on it. And of course, you know, I, I was senior enlisted, but you know, I, I brought my, my wife with me and she didn't need the class, but I needed her there to kind of keep me involved. Um, I had a fellow in my unit that was there with me. Uh, little did I know that the, the lady sitting beside me was the wife of one of my uh, former lieutenant colonels. And then I had my retired master gunny, uh, who was a couple of seats away from me. And and we had those junior uh, Marines and sailors that were there. And when they, when my wife grabbed that resume piece of paper out of my hand and handed it over, Janice looked at it, looked at me and said, that's why you're here. We'll fix this. And oh my God, it was like the anvil has been taken off my chest and put to the side. It was like, oh, they're actually here to help me. This might be a good thing. And, and I tell you, I, I give them all the credit in the world. Uh, Twenty years since I went to that program, uh, I, I will shout from the rooftops how awesome Vet CTAP is. Uh, it's virtual, so you can go do that. Uh, but again, we have to find the right programs for us, and no one has the same transition path. No one has the same dreams, expectations, uh, backgrounds. So we have to figure out what's right for us and go there. And, and again, you know, that's a hard thing to do. You know, as you said, you know, I, I'm on Veterati. 90% to have no idea what they want to do when they get out of service. Most of them have no idea where they want to live after service. You know, and that's first to think of, especially when you've been in for 10, you know, 20, 30 years. Uncle Sam has told you, you're going to go to this or, uh, location. You're going to do this job. And we'll move you in two to three. And now all of a sudden it's like all the freedom is out there. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa that's too much freedom. Like <laughs> more uh, backtrack that, hey, can, can you help me with the job? Can you help? And, and TAP is meant to be 
like a college 100 level class. It is to tell you about all the things that you need to learn about. But there is absolutely no way that in five days you can learn about all your VA benefits, all, all those uh, cool uh, administrative pay, you know, all these things. Oh, by the way, and we're going to teach you how to find a job and do uh, your resume, job research, cover letters, LinkedIn, uh, and all that within three days. Uh, I got I, I taught the workshop for two and a half years. Uh, what I was frustrated by, it. I said, hey, I don't want people to go through this. Kid, so I went and did this job as a Department of Labor three-day employment workshop facilitator. It is a government program. Getting the documents change, it, it's almost an act of Congress. But you have to convince people that it's so horrible that it needs to be updated. And then they decide, okay, we'll update it. Well, it goes through a process. By the time they do any kind of major change, it's already four or five years past. I mean, I, I, what, I thought what this. Would it, what, oh. what would it take to, sorry to interrupt, but I just sparked up a thought because I'm, I'm listening to this story and, you know, the five days that you get or, or even less, right, in some cases. But what would it take to change? Because that's a great analogy about going in and spending, you know, two months to eight months in, in boot or basic, right? And, and being torn down and, and built back up. And then getting that temper, like what would change? What would it take to change that program to be more like maybe CTAP or one of these others that you've experienced? So here it is. And this is something that people don't like to hear. The military is not about teaching you how to be a civilian. We sign our contracts. We go in there and we do the job that we signed up to do. We get technical training. We do all this. At the end of the day, when we either uh, our contract expired, medical issues, retirement, whatever reason that we're, we're, what other company teaches you how to leave their company to go to another company? It's not done. So, and, and I hate to say, I mean, I, I'm a veteran. I, I think we need support. I don't think the government program is the answer. The answer is all of these amazing service organizations, veteran advocates that come out here and say, we understand the process. We know how to do it better. And again, it removes the government restrictions of you can't say this. You, you have to keep it within these guidelines. Um, and, and I joke because I've talked to you know, some professional athletes, and it's kind of the same thing for military professional athletes is – while you're on contract doing what you're doing, we love you to death. You're the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread. But the day that you're no longer here, the day that I can get someone cheaper to do the job, you fall off a cliff and it's like, hey, yeah, who was that? And I told people when I retired, you know, I told my Marines, in a month or two, you guys aren't even remember that I was here. You know, you're going to get down, you know, a year from now when you know, different individuals have checked in and, you know, you some of you all have left, you're going to run across a piece of paper that has my name on it. And who the hell was Master and Thompson? And that's where we're supposed to be. PCS, whether we get out, you know, we're not doing these things, you know, because it's all about us. Every single one of us is replaceable in the military system. And guess it's what? All about the it's the, it is the same way in the civilian sector. You know, 
I learned about at will employment, you know, and it was my benefit because I was actually able to get up and say, Hey, uh, I got a better deal. I'm out, you know, and, you know, military, but like, I want a contract. So it's two or three years. Yeah. Well, when you get out, not too many people are on contract anymore. You know, at will employment is this crazy thing where, what do you mean they can tell me goodbye with no, no reason, you know, at any, well, Hey, it's the same thing works for you as well. And, we don't learn these things because these aren't those things that we get taught. We, we get taught how to write a resume, but that resume doesn't mean anything because I can't teach you how to write a resume in a day and a half. You know, the federal side, again, two hours to learn the whole federal side. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. And that's why, you know, you go out there and you look for organizations that are doing something different that are helping you, you know, skip some of the headaches and running into those walls. My transition was horrible because but besides vet CTAP, I, I didn't have a lot of people saying, Hey, let's go do this or let's go do that. I networked like crazy. Why? Because I'm that guy that if you see me in an elevator or the grocery store line or whatever, we're probably going to talk because I'm going to say, Hey, what, you know, how are you doing today? What's going on? And, and, you know, uh, you know, with the long hair and, you know, I, I cut the beard way down. Uh, just for us. I, I, nah, you know, neither was saying something, and I was like, you know what, whatever. I grabbed scissors and I kind of cut it to this level, and all of a sudden it was like, damn, that was a big, big chop I just did. I don't, I'm not sure I should have done that, but hey, it grows back. Uh, Unless but, you're me, you know, <laughs> I'm my, it's not my Bruce Thompson starter kit. You know, it's it's not that it grows; it doesn't grow back. It's the fact that it doesn't grow. Period. Uh, but don't worry, been there, done it. It it, it comes with age. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about the, the same problem a lot of people we've talked to have mentioned you know that tap is what tap is uh, one of the best descriptions i heard is it essentially is the minimum standard you know you get some of the basics yep. a lot of it's you know very short time frame crammed down your throat and then you have these forty thousand plus organizations outside the military that will bend over backwards to help you so the biggest problem I've seen, and one of the reasons we went with starting this podcast was, how do we get the word out about all these organizations? Because with 40,000 organizations, it should be easy. You'd think they'd be <laughs> everywhere, but you know the, the government's not going to talk about them. Vets to industry does an amazing job keeping a, a database and an ever-growing database. But how else do we get the word out, in your opinion? So first, before you know, we I, I know we're bashing the, the TAPS program pretty good, but like I said, it's college. 100. Once you get done that class, you can go back to all of these different workshops that they're offered at the Fleet and Family or at the uh, Personal Professional Development, Soldier for Life, uh, Family Readiness, you know, just depending on what uh, branch of service you are, because you know, we all got to call it something different to keep it confused. Uh, but you can go back and take after a resume a workshop where they break it down a lot more detailed. And then you can counselor after that to find it so the services are there the problem is a lot of people wait until that last you know three to six months and think that they can figure out transition uh and and it's great you know i i went to talk to a coast guard um yesterday and there was a couple i said hey you know who already has jobs lined up before they get out and i had like three or four of them raise their hand i'm like awesome that's the goal but I was talking to about 50 people and three or four of them raised their hand. So that tells you that, yeah. that that's a minor uh, percentage that does that. 
So we have to take advantage of not only uh, the services on base to us, you know, going out and figuring out some of these uh, VSOs, you know, who is the right person. And I will tell you, if you go out and talk to small business association, talk to some of the chambers, network with, with individuals you like to network and you're a wallflower. Well, that's great. You're going to get uh, a job that you're not really going to be happy with. You're going to get underpaid for it. You have to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to talk to other people. And, you know, this isn't like, hey, Sean just met, walked in, we're at this event, and I'm going to go vomit how awesome I am to you. That's not how this works. It's having conversations. And we have so many people that are afraid to have conversations. And I laugh. I'm like, the whole time you're in service, whether it was the chief's mess, petty officer's mess, uh, you know, the, the NCO club, whatever it was, we networked to get everything we did. Uh, I can tell you when I first came in the Marine Corps, and, and I'll tell you, it was in the early 90s. Yes, I am old. Uh, it was all about networking to survive. You know, I worked in motor transport and we had to figure out, hey, this vehicle is broken and needs you know, a starter. Okay, how can I get a starter? How can I get this belt? How can I get this? How can I scrounge and, and use my network to find these pieces that I need? Guess what? When you get out, you're networking the exact same way. We're trying to figure out who do I know that can open a door for me? Who do I know who's made this transition? So I always tell people when you're using LinkedIn, and LinkedIn is an amazing, powerful tool if used properly. You know, it's not, yeah. not create a generic profile and just go out there and click connect or follow, 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 and then thinks magically people are going to run to you. You know, you have to come out there and create a profile that's going to get you noticed. Well, guess what? There are steps on how to make a great profile. You know, we can come back out there, you know, using Veterati, using LinkedIn. I can search and say, I want to move to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, well, I can go in there and I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. I can go in uh, to LinkedIn, click my network, do a, a, a search, and filter it down to, I want to have first or second level connections that are in Lincoln, Nebraska, previous company being any of the military branches, because I'm going to use that veteran helping veteran thing, which is, you know, it, it is huge that people hear it and they don't think about it. But once you get out, you're going to find out veterans helping veterans is an incredible thing. And, you know, it's what we have to continue to do to do just to be who we are and to celebrate uh, our uniqueness because we are that, you know, less than 3% that have served in some manner. And it's, it's going to break it back down. And when it breaks it back down, I can start looking. Oh, look, I've got Sarah who's working for ABC company and she's in talent acquisitions. Hmm. I have an HR background. Talent acquisition Bing. might be something I'm interested in. Let me yeah. reach out. And by reaching out, I don't mean click the connect button or the follow button. I mean, hey, let me reach out, you know, connect, personalized message. Sarah, I see that you are uh, a Navy veteran, you know, working for XY, ABC company in Lincoln. I'm interested in relocating to Lincoln and I have an HR back. I would love to be able to connect and pick your brain. Send. You're going to be shocked at if you send a notice like that, people are going to respond to you and not just click yes and accept your uh, connection request, but reach back out with a fellow comment saying, 
hey, this is me opening the door and saying, I, I accept it. I'm willing to have a conversation. Send me a question. Send me something else. You know, it, the virtual coffees. Uh, have them. Have these conversations. You have to be able to do these things. And, you know, I, I know we're getting kind of towards the end here, but I work for Veterans of Sin slash Talent of Sin, and we are changing the way uh, candidates and employers find each other. Uh, and I'll tell yeah, you all the time. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah. Huge, huge tagline is no resumes, no job searching, no applications. You can create your free profile. What you do is I myself, I was a communication electronics maintenance guy in service. I didn't want to have anything like this when I got out. You know, I got my HR degrees. I was going down the HR path. So you can come in there and create your profile. And Veterans Ascend works with military. And by military, I mean active duty, reserve, guard, you name it. If you're military, you're military. Veterans. Again, you're a veteran. We don't look at your distance. We're not trying to figure out, you know, what your DD-214 says. We're just looking to assist all that we can. Military and veteran spouses. Adult, adult age, you know, working age, uh, military dependents. All of them can go on there and create their free profile. You're doing that free profile is you're telling us the skills that you have and what to use in your next career. So me, I know how to read schematics. I can trace power, signal, blasey, blasey, blasey when we talk about that maintenance uh, management side of the house. I don't list any of that. I went and listed my human resources skills, you know, my, my public relations, you know, going and uh, focusing on, I want to use these skills, you know, so those that you have, but don't want to use list the skills that are going to help you find the job in the industry that you're looking to do. So once you do that, your profile is on there. It goes live. It goes live because you completed the profile. Every 24 hours, our AI-powered uh, platform does a matching sync. So it matches you with all of your uh, of our clients' open positions that you are a skills match for. Now, once you've matched, we, you know, Veterans Ascent, Talents Ascent, are not going to reach out to you and say, oh, look, you have a match. You know, no, the company is reaching out to you directly. And that's by text, email, phone, whatever it is that you said you wanted to uh, to do and be a part of. So what's that kind of mean? One, you create your profile. You can still go do the traditional search and all that. We're not telling you create your profile and forget about you know everything else. You know, like I said, many different methods behind what you're going through. We're telling you we're a free opportunity. We have over 11,000 uh, candidates already. Uh, as far as positions goes, uh, if you were, uh, yesterday, I probably remembered from the staff meeting Thursday night when I saw the slide. I don't remember. I'm old. My memory slips every now and then. Uh, I'm looking for a post note that tells me these things. But when you go back through and you're a match and they contact you, guess what? You're a fit for the position. This isn't can I do the job because you matched. As long as you are open and honest about your skills, you have matched with a company that is interested you have. So when you have that conversation, it's about are you a right fit for the work culture?
Are you someone that I want to work with? You know, and it takes a lot of that unknown away of like, well, am I really qualified? Maybe, you know, it's there. We, we have this. It takes a lot of that fear away from you. Military spouses are one of the most underserved, underemployed in the groups that we have. Because have to job hop so often because, you know, this remote work is new. It's great. I love it. You know, everybody who's in town and we all work remote. Uh, there is no brick and mortar uh, business, which is awesome. Uh, but when you do skills matching and you don't do a resume, you have to list your experience. All those different date gaps that you have go away. Uh, it It is such a, a difference in how things are done. And as we tell everybody, Those for the employer side, you post a job. Let's let's be completely honest. Ninety percent of the people that apply for that's posted online have no business applying for that job whatsoever. They're not qualified. They just said, "Hey, this this looks cool. I'm going to throw out a generic resume." And all of those talent acquisition recruiters, hiring managers, they've got to go through and process through all that stuff. It is a very expensive process to hire someone we hence the, the applicant way. tracking system right that's that's and, what you brought up is exactly why there is an applicant tracking system yeah yeah so, and some some companies don't so you just have to go there and uh, i'll tell you if you go to veteransascend.com you can see exactly what we're doing you can see the candidate side you can see the client side you get an idea of who we are what we're doing again we are a free resource for those in their uh, next career search. Why wouldn't you check us out? Uh, and again, if you're an employer, uh, especially business, we just partnered with Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo has an initiative to help small businesses uh, become one of our clients and you know, offset some of the, the, the cost. And what this, it gives you wow. better access to hire the right individuals. And what... And what we do is we serve the underserved communities, military, veterans, military spouses. Here in uh, next month or two before, you know, in the, this year, you know, we're actually bringing Talents Ascend online. And when Talents Ascend comes online, not only are we going to have Veterans Ascend, we're going to have Ability Ascend. We're going to have Mission 2 Ascend. Ability Ascend is anyone, anyone with a disability. So right now we're only working veterans ascend within that military. When we open uh, ability ascend, we're throwing the doors wide open. You don't have to have connection or anything else. It is if you have a disability, which everybody getting out of the military, you're going to have one because you do your VA disability claim. If you don't, um, reach out to me and tell me why you're not going to, and I'll give you the lecture on why you will do it. But it's going <laughs> to open those doors up. Mission yeah. to ascend. That is for us to help those that are just as You've had a run-in with the law. You've paid your penance. You've done your time. Get you back out to being a part of uh, society. Being oh, that's a felon, or oh, you know, this person's you know bad news. It's to get sure these underserved communities have a chance to have a wonderful life, a wonderful experience, and that's where we are. And we bring hope where people get down. And, and I've been there. I got out and was yeah. like, "Woe is me! I don't want to do any of this stuff." Guess what? There is a great life waiting for you. You just have to find a friend or 
uh, or some stranger who's willing to talk to you and kind of give you that bump. So again, I know you guys want to wrap me up and Sean's over there like, Bruce, I need to talk about it. Yes, I can. Letters of Sin, Talents of Sin, check us out. VSOs, find the right one. And most importantly, if anyone wants to charge you a penny to do your resume, your VA disability claim, you, know, you name it, hang up the phone, walk away, end the conversation. There are too many people that want to help you and do it for free, and we do it better. We actually care. We're not about the, the paycheck. So make sure that you're taking advantage of all these amazing resources out there for us. And That's a bomb right it, there. That's a knowledge bomb it, right there for sure. Uh, I, I see my LinkedIn's across the, the bottom. Please reach out. But if you reach out, send a personalized note saying, hey, I heard you're running your mouth you know, on the podcast you know, Saturday morning. You know, hey, I see this. Whatever it happens to be. But send me a note so I know who you are and why you're connecting with me. And I will tell you, once you do that, I will send a laundry list of resources and great information. And it's not Bruce's information. It's stuff that Bruce has found from all these other great organizations and put together and said, yes, we need to have this. This is a starting block. And when I share it with you, you have to share it with everybody else because just like the military, don't ever let you know good or bad news sit in your hand. Spread the wealth. And that's why I really thank you all for inviting me on the show. This was awesome. Uh, again, Sean, you knew we were getting into when you invited me. Uh, Mark, I'm sorry. He probably didn't warn you that I run my mouth forever today. I love it, though. And I don't I even know. I, I love just it talk. too. Yeah, I love it need, too. You need to get with Mark and Trevor, and one, especially once you launch everything, you get on the Who You Know Network and really push it out there through, through their show as well. That'll be uh, some great stuff, and you know, yeah, we just bringing you back on at some point. We just had a we just had a gentleman on our on the Who You Know show, our parent network show. He had been incarcerated as a felon for murder for seventeen. I think it was seventeen years. Um, was going through and continually appealing, and he actually was exonerated and got out and got restitution, right? But that what you said just brought up, you know, a, a great point, which is, you know, especially for the mission, right? Mission to serve, like you got people all the time, disabilities, you know, people that have had run-ins with the law. And, you know, especially that side, the people that have run-ins with law, if they've paid their time, they have paid their dues, right? And that shouldn't be held against them for a mistake that they made, you know, in the past. And maybe it was in their youth, whatever that is, they shouldn't be held against them because they've paid that, right? Yeah. And, and so and that's, that's, that's huge. It's very important that we make sure that, you know, hey, I, I had a hiccup. And that's why I actually call it a hiccup. I did something that I shouldn't have done. I've paid my price. I, I've done my time. However you want to look at it. Well, I might be 25 and got that behind me now. Well, we live till 75, you know, so that's 50 years of, Hey, I should have a real life. Not, I should be fighting homelessness. And, and this is, you know, we can get into another topic because we can talk about, you know, they, they get out of prison. And the first thing they got to figure out is where am I sleeping tonight? Where's that next meal coming from? How am I going to get a, uh, a job to be successful and get myself where I need to be? All these things together, you know, it, it's huge. And again, you know, I, I know we talk veterans, but 
you know, veterans of sin, talents of sin, we're, we're going to help all the underserved communities because we need it. We can improve on, on reducing suicide, reducing homelessness, you know, having an impact on others' lives. And that's what we do. What we do is because we are making things better for as many people as we can. Uh, veteran advocates, we're across the board. You know, we're not doing this to say, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Uh, you know, heck, look at me. I got, I, I've got a beard. I'm old. You know, got the, 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 I don't sleep wrinkles going on in my eyes. Uh, this isn't about looking at me. This is who can I help? How can I help them? And that is the emotional fuel tank uh, that gets filled by, for me, it gets filled because I'm doing. Uh, and, and again, mm-hmm. you know, find your passion and follow it. Awesome. Bruce, I mean, you are you are the man. Uh, I appreciate everything you do for the community, everything you've done for me personally, uh, and, and definitely appreciate you coming on today to share some more knowledge. Um, we do have to cut you off, and uh, we got our, our next guest waiting. So uh, we'll have to reschedule you and bring you on for episode a second episode uh, so we can get into all the other great things that you got going on. Hey, it sounds great, uh, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Uh, and anytime. Uh, I'm here, so just let me know. All right. right. Thanks a lot, brother. Yeah, I switched over when I was a young man.